Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited that you are here with me today. And if it is your first time here, it is awesome to have you. If you have been listening in before, thank you so much for joining me again. I am your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and you are listening to The Law of Living Well. This podcast is focused on all the things that you can do to live your best life and live well. It is a wellness podcast, but it is also focused on work and life and home and having wellness so that you can have success. Because without wellness in our lives and balance and happiness, we cannot be fully successful and functional in our lives. So it's so important that we put ourselves as a top priority and not a bottom priority because without that, we are not going to live our best lives. So that's what the podcast is all about. And today I am talking about a topic that is really close to my heart because it's something that I come up against all the time in my work as a family lawyer. And depending on your work, it is definitely something that you may or may not see on a regular basis in other people, but it is 100% something that we should all be self-reflecting on from time to time because it is something that comes up, especially when we're in times of stress and we really want a certain outcome. We think the more we control, the more we're going to get what we want. But that is just not how life works. And you most certainly can't live well if you are stressed all the time about trying to control certain outcomes in our lives. So knowing the difference between the things that we can control and the things that we can't is a topic that comes up really frequently for me, both in my own self-reflection and in conversations that I have with friends and clients. And it manifests in many contexts and situations, but I always come back to a single principle, and that is We can control our input and our perceptions, but we can't control the outcome. So today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about control and how to let go so that you can live well. I know for me, I can control how I show up in my relationships, but I can't control what other people think of me. I can control how much time and effort I put into preparing for a client or for a meeting, but I can't control control whether or not I am actually going to retain that client. And it's the same with our relationships. We can put in our heart and soul into a relationship, into a marriage, into relationships with key people, but if they don't want to be in a relationship with us or they want to act in a certain way, there is nothing that we can do to make it any different or control the outcome of that. In all of these situations, we can influence the outcome, but we can't control it. This has been a huge learning curve for me in my life as a parent, as a wife, 
um, going through a divorce where it wasn't the choice of mine to finish the relationship um, as a business owner with employees that come and go um, or clients that don't retain or clients that don't want to listen to your good advice and go off and choose their own outcomes. So it is really important that we learn to let go of control because the reality is, is there is so much that goes on in our lives that we cannot control. And the things that I've just talked about are the big things. There are also the little things that ultimately we can't control. We can influence them like the way that our children are raised and how our teenagers act. We can influence it, but we can't control it. We don't get a final say on how our kids turn out as adults, just as our parents didn't get a final say on how we turned out. Or we don't get a final say on how our ex-partner treats us when we are co-parenting, for example, or going through a divorce. I mean, these are some really challenging things that we might have to go through in our lives. But worrying about them doesn't change the outcome. And after spending weeks or months obsessing over things and being anxious, all for what? For something that you can't control or have any impact over anyway. Taking charge of the things that you do have control over and realizing what you do have control over can really minimize stress. It doesn't make things completely worry-free, no, but that worry is tapered down when you're able to refocus on how you can make a difference and the things that you can control rather than spending precious time and energy worrying all about the areas in which you can't control. I'm going to walk you through the steps on how I have managed to learn how to let go and all the things that I've learned from this process. So number one, focusing on what we can't control often takes our energy and attention away from what we can control. And there's the rub. Focusing on what we can't control makes us less effective and potentially leads to the outcomes that we fear the most. Isn't that so true? And not only that, you've spent your entire time concerning with yourself with things that you absolutely can't control the outcome of anyway. And the more time and energy that we're spending on the things that we can't control, the less time and energy we're spending on ways in which we can actually make a difference to the situation or the circumstance. So an example of this is, you know, in a divorce or separation scenario with a client, my advice might be, you know, they're often very, very concerned about what the other person might do next or what's happening or, you know, how they might act or react to something. The reality is, is you are never, ever going to be out of control how another person reacts to something or how they are going to play out their scenario. You can only change the way that you perceive things and how you are going to act or react or not react at all. And so it's really focusing on your own actions rather than worrying about 
what the actions of other people are going to be. Now, I'm giving you the example of divorce because it's a really tough time when you go through a divorce and I work with people that are going through divorce and separation all the time. But this can be applied to every area of your life. So it can be applied to your relationship, your children, your work colleagues, or really anyone that you interact with on any given day. Number two is focusing on what you can control actually takes quite a bit of discipline. It's a practice rather than a done once, done for life type of scenario. It's also the difference between massive action and passive action. So floundering around, worrying about all the variables and the outcomes beyond our control keeps us in a state of being quite helpless. And then what happens is that we can become reactive. So rather than actually taking control of how we are acting, we allow things to spiral out of control until we snap and then we become reactive about a situation rather than positively taking action to move forward. So sometimes it really does take a lot of discipline to keep moving forward step by step, little by little, and especially so when we feel vulnerable and uncertain about what to do next. But it's really important to focus on what we can control and to move forward on those things rather than being stuck in a ditch of all of the mess and things that we can't control. The third thing that I have learned is that when we focus on what we can control, we don't worry as much about what we can't. This is because our energy has shifted to what is actually in our control. And this benefit of solely focusing on what we can make a difference in really does help us to step positively forward. When you focus on doing everything that you can that, and all of the things that are in your control, then you feel much more at peace about all of the variables that are outside of your control. And again, this doesn't mean that you're free from nerves or anxiety or stress, but the input and effort gives you a deeper sense of self-trust and then you are able more so to put one foot in front of another, moving forward in a positive way. The fourth thing that I implement in my life all of the time and have done for probably my whole adult life And this scenario really does help when it comes to working out what you can control and what you can't, is actually identifying your fears. So what is the worst thing that can happen in this scenario? Actually step through it because often when we're really worried about things, like say we're worried as an employer, I'm worried about a team member leaving. Well, what's the actual worst thing that can happen when the team member leaves? They might be a really valued team member and you don't want them to leave, but you can't control whether someone's going to want to stay in your business or not, for example. So what is the worst thing that is going to happen when you have a husband or a wife who wants to leave you? That's a pretty big thing, right? But what's the worst thing that is going to happen in that scenario? Um, There's a number of other examples that you could lean upon that are more simple, say, and it's things that like, for example, 
I am holding a event really soon and I'm super excited about it. It's to raise money for Women's Legal Service Queensland. And the event is also my book launch for Nourishing Nourishing You. It's happening on the 8th of May and there is 200 tickets to be sold, which is quite substantial. The idea of the event is to actually fundraise for Women's Legal Service and I'm hoping that we do a really good job at the fundraising and we can donate all of the money to Women's Legal Service. And I have put my own money towards the event to make this event happen, right? So I am feeling a little bit anxious about the event and making sure I sell all the tickets because obviously I want the event to be really successful. I want to raise as much money as I can for Women's Legal Service Queensland and I want the event to be a huge, fun, successful day. But there are some things that I can't control. So I can't control whether or not people want to come to the event. I can't control whether or not people are going to buy the tickets. And we can start getting wound up in this sort of vibe of stress and anxiety, thinking about all of these things that we can't control. Rather, I need to focus on what I can control and also eliminating all the fear around it in my mind. So identifying what that fear is. So what am I really worried about? Am I worried about that it will look silly if I don't sell all the tickets or it will be a failure or that I'll lose some money. You know, what is it that concerns me the most? And once you sort of lay out those fears and identify them, then you can really start unpacking them and going, well, at the worst case scenario, I'm going to not sell all the tables and then I won't raise as much money for women's legal service. Or at the very worst case scenario, I'm not going to sell any tickets at all. And then I'll be out of pocket a little bit because I've paid for the venue. So, you know, really, when you unpack all of that, it's like, okay, well, what am I really worrying about? I need to stop worrying about trying to control the sale of the tickets because I can't control the sale of the tickets. And worry about the things I can control, which is promoting the tickets and having a really good energy around the event and creating a really fun event so people will want to come. So this is sort of a scenario of identifying your fears and often our minds go to the worst case scenario and we envision this tragedy and it's usually not as bad as we might think. There's a really good chance that we are a lot more dramatic in our minds than actual reality. And when you think about this for so many things in your lives, you know, we often go to this scenario and we aren't able to unpack it. We just, it just swirls around in our minds and we spend too much time thinking about all of our fears and the things that we can't control rather than unpacking them, realizing the worst case scenario isn't that bad at all. And of course we can handle the worst case scenario and put all of our energy into way more productive exercises than worrying about the things that we can't control, like that I'm not going to sell the tickets. So the fifth thing that I have learned about letting go of trying to control every situation that you're in is to differentiate, oh my God, I can't even say that, differentiate (laughs) between ruminating and problem solving. 
So replaying conversations in our heads or imagining like this catastrophic outcome over and over again just isn't helpful to us. But problem solving is helpful to us. Working out what all of the options are. Now, not every option might be the option that you want to go with, but knowing that you have got options, and usually there is way more than one option when it comes to solving any number of problems. And sometimes an option is to do nothing. Other times there are other proactive ways that we can problem solve. So ask yourself whether or not your thinking is actually productive or whether you're actually just going over and over again all of the worst case scenarios, which really isn't going to help you in the long term. So if that is happening to you, you just need to change the channel in your brain, acknowledge your thoughts and that they're not productive and start to think about all of the things that you can control rather than all of the things that you can't control. So let's not waste our energy worrying about all the things that we can't control. So the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about is to create a plan on managing your stress. And, you know, these are the things that we can do that really help us on a daily basis. And often these are the things that we don't do when we start to get stressed. So really basic things like exercising or getting outside and moving, getting some fresh air, eating healthy food, and getting plenty of sleep. These are just a few things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And so many times what happens is that when we are stressing about all of the things that we can't control, we forget to do these really basic things that we can control, like exercising, movement, eating healthy food that makes you feel really good and getting plenty of sleep. Finding healthy stress relievers like meditation or journaling or spending time with friends or engaging in a hobby that you absolutely love can really help as well. So pay attention to your stress levels and notice how you cope and how you de-stress. It is amazing with a few little tweaks of your lifestyle, how things can really, really improve. And when you are focusing on all the things you can control, so many shifts change and happen. And so I really encourage you to start thinking about all the things you can control and really grassroots, real basic stuff like um, moving, eating well, getting plenty of sleep. It really does help a lot. Now, another thing that's super important is developing a change in mindset or mindset shifts. So developing healthy affirmations and reminding yourself to either take action or to calm down. Uh, The first one is make it happen. Whenever I catch myself saying something like that, I hope I do okay today, I remind myself, make it happen. It reminds me I'm in control of my actions. So, you know, we can often sort of sit there and feel very unproductive. Get productive. Make the changes and make the mindset shifts that help you get into a healthy mindset and positive mindset. Then when I find myself thinking about something that I have no control over, like, oh, I hope all those tickets sell, uh, I tell myself, I can handle it. 
Like that's totally fine. And then I really think about, you know, well, what's the worst case scenario here? And so when you start getting into the habit of doing these things, it helps you so, so much with every area in your life, whether it's work or home. Honestly, these quick little phrases, they keep you from wasting time on things that you can't control. I'll either do what I can to make it happen or I'll deal with things that I have no control over. And when I'm doing positive things and positive actions towards something, then you know that you've done your best and you can let the rest go. So developing a few healthy mantras that keep you mentally strong is really, really important. I write a list of these on a regular basis and it does really help me. I stick them up on the mirror and I run through them in my head and they could be any kind of number of things that you're going through right at the time. They can be specific or just really generalized um, healthy affirmations. So I really encourage you to do that because it does truly help training your brain so that you can live a happier and well life. So that is the podcast for today, all about controlling only what you can control and letting go of the things that you can't control, which really, realistically, is the majority of things that happen around us. We can only control our own thoughts, our own perceptions, and our own actions. We can't control pretty much anything else around us. And when we accept this and we start to really focus on the things we can can control, life really does become a whole lot easier and living well becomes far more achievable. So thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It has been amazing to have you tuning in all the way to the end. And if you have enjoyed the podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. Uh, You just have to go and tick those little stars and iTunes, or you can even leave a few little words for me. That would be amazing um, because I would love to create community and see who's listening in and I would really love to hear from you. If you want to catch up with me on Instagram or Facebook, you can find me under my name, Carolee Fontanelli. I share lots of stories and things that are going on in my life, which at the moment is quite a lot with my new book being launched in May and um, my fundraising for Dancing CEO and my event that I was telling you about. If you would love to come to the event, I would absolutely love to have you there. It is going to be an incredible day full of surprises and yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So that's on the 8th of May in the Gold Coast. If you are around that region, it would be awesome to have you there. And otherwise, you can tune in next week when I have a brand new fresh episode of The Law of Living Well. Until then, over and out. See you later.